It's time for Yes, I Can Living. Entrepreneurial women all have one thing in common. We want to consistently improve our lives to be the best it can be. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'll be interviewing inspiring women who think outside the box, color outside the lines, and live beyond the limits of their fears. They're living all in and playing full out, creating their best life and embodying Yes, I Can Living. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Yes, I Can Living, a podcast and TV show for women just like you, all about life, love, health, wealth, and business. I'm your host, Kathy Alessandra, and I'm excited to bring on an old friend, a woman that I have known for a lot of years and um, followed her journey and very excited to have her sharing with you today. Her name is Lisa Mannion, and she is a business marketing architect and president of Right On Creative. She pioneered the three-step challenge, solution, invitation, communication framework to create marketing messages with integrity by focusing on passion points. Her strategies are known to create million dollar results and her business philosophies are featured in seven number one best-selling books. Lisa believes that business is personal. She is a cancer thriver who embraced healing with love. She's the co-author of the number one international best-selling book, The Silver Lining of Cancer, where she shares her personal journey and you can also grab her free copywriting action plan, which we'll talk about at the end, um, you know, so everybody can connect with you and, and get all the freebies and everything. But Lisa, you know, you and I, when we reconnected, I, I think it's been at least 10 years, potentially longer. You know, we originally met um, in Allie Brown's program and um, Joy Chudikoff. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff. So welcome. I'm so excited to have you today. It's so good to be here. And, and you know, likewise, we've been connected for so long. It's so fun to watch both of our journeys evolve. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, especially when there's that. I mean, I think you actually even wrote some articles for my original first women's magazine. I uh, did. I did. Woman, you know, so it's it, funny how it all comes back in one great big circle. And here we are. So, um, yes, it certainly does. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about or share a little bit about your business. You know, um, how did you begin your business? Why did you begin your business? Um, if you can share a little bit about that, about Right on Creative. Sure. So Right on Creative was born in 2003. So it will be 16 years young in October of this year, which is really exciting. Yeah. And I actually decided to start my own business because I was working for a premier ad agency at the time. And I was, I was lining everyone else's pockets, right? It wasn't, didn't mean that I wasn't making good money doing what I was doing. However, it was um, not on my own terms. So I chose to, you know, step out on my own terms and really start looking at what do I want to do and what kinds of businesses do I really want to serve? And what I knew is, you know, one of my core values is freedom. And so I wanted the freedom to choose and the freedom to, to do what I wanted to do on my own terms. And so that's really why I started to be of greater service. And interestingly enough, I thought I'm not going to do any marketing and advertising for a while. I'm just going to write articles for magazines, right? So I was going to focus more on the writing aspect of it. And of course, because I have decades of experience, people came to me and were like, no, we need your help with marketing and strategy. And so, and also content, of course, you know, creating and pioneering the challenge solution and invitation framework has really flipped the script for so many people to help them embrace marketing because what happens is with the pain point marketing approach that everyone else is teaching, it actually uh, perpetuates buyer's remorse. It can increase return rates, but even bigger than that, it creates an energetic 
disconnect for those mission-driven entrepreneurs and business owners and even larger corporations like B Corps that I play with because they don't feel good about poking at pain points. It's manipulative. They know it. And it's actually created blocks for them on an energetic level because they feel icky about it and they don't want to market. And that to me is just such a travesty because we all have this great magic inside of us. And it's so important that we share it with the world. And it's totally possible to share it in it with integrity in a way that feels good and actually gets really great results. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Love it. So let me just repeat it again. It's challenge, solution, invitation. So um, do you have like an example that you could share with the audience, maybe even in your own brand of what that would look like so people can really grasp that? Absolutely. So basically we address the challenge and meet people exactly where they are. And for my, my core ideal clients, they're mission-driven entrepreneurs and business owners and their challenges, they're totally turned off by pain point marketing. And you know, that's super clear. And so I talk, that's all I have to say. It's like, oh, okay, well, let's focus on passion points instead of pain points. And then people get really excited. So the next piece of it is the solution. Well, what's your solution? Well, of course, I've got my free copywriting action plan. I've pioneered this communication framework that improves all communications, not just marketing. And it can help you get better results on your own terms. You don't have to poke at pain points. You can share from the heart based on your values and get great results. And then they're in. They're like, oh my gosh, wow, that's great. Well, Within that solution piece, though, it's also important to share some results. So I'll share a result of someone who actually just read an article that I had written, you know, outlining the challenge solution invitation framework. She had hired um, a sales coach and spent, I want to say, you know, at least 10 grand, if not more, and was not getting any conversions at her events because it was all pain point marketing. She read my article. It completely changed the whole trajectory of how she was approaching things. She used my methodology in two live events and got more people flocking to her, wanting to be a part of the community than she did in all of this time working with the expert that was teaching the pain point stuff. So that, I mean, that's just an example of how it can remove energetic blocks, which is, which is beautiful. You'll also want to, in the, in the solution piece, you know, if you've made some monetary um, strides for people or increase their opt-in rates by what you're doing. Share those stories because in your solution, what you're doing is you've already met people where they are. You know, so my, my peeps, they want to know more about passion point marketing instead of pain point marketing. I shared how it removes energetic blocks and yes, it has increased opt-in rates and yes, it has helped people make more money, which is all great. And then by the time you're done sharing your solution from a place of real service, people are in. They're like, oh my gosh, yes, I want to know more. What do I do? All you have to do then is extend a friendly invitation. No pushy, hard sell anything. Like, well, that sounds good to you. Do you want to take the next step? You can grab my free copywriting action plan or we can schedule a complimentary get connected call. It's just that simple. And so it's done with grace and ease and none of the other icky stuff because the, the I'll say traditional and I call it antiquated framework that's taught or formula that's taught is problem, agitate and solve. So you know, it's true, we do need to know what the problem is because we do need to solve the problem. So I agree with that. But what happens in that framework is they, they look at the problem, but then the agitation piece is where they come in and they really poke at your pain points and say, you know, do you want to lose weight? And they really hit, hit hard on how you're feeling bad about yourself. And, you know, weight loss is one of the prime markets to look at for this. If you watch any of those commercials, you're like, oh, yikes. Yeah, now I feel horrible about myself and feel like I have to change everything. Right. And then what happens is once people are in that emotional um, heightened frenzy, then they may buy, but it's from a place of fear and pain 
which does not create long-term sustainability results, and it often does increase um, buyer's remorse and perpetuates returns and chargebacks and things like that. So it's just, it's a subtle but powerful shift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love it. Awesome. Wonderful. So let me talk to you about this, about, you know, talking about pain points and challenges. Um, you know, as your business has grown and you, and you rediscovered and pioneered this new way of communicating and everything, um, you know, what has been the biggest challenge that you've overcome in your business? What kind of blocks or obstacles have you faced in your business in trying to get this out and kind of shift the whole thinking? Um, and then how did you move through that? Yeah. So, you know, Luckily, this has been really well received. I think one of the challenges that I have in my business is the majority of my work is one to one, right? I do have some courses and some offerings. However, most people want to work with me one to one, which isn't extremely scalable. So a challenge for me in all of that is like, okay, well then, how am I going to get this out? So there'll be some more courses coming out and some group trainings and things like that. So we do have to look at how we can pivot and course correct. And then, of course, there was a little bit of pushback from people teaching the traditional um, framework. You know, I've had people say to me, well, look, it's proven studies have, have been done showing that people move, you know, 80% of the population moves away from pain rather than the 20% that moves towards passion. I said, fantastic. Do you know how many people are in the world? Give me the 20%. There's more than enough business to go around. That's who I want to play with because, again, it's back to that energetic alignment. We're all on the same page. We want to do really big things in the world. And that's true of my clients. They're not only are they turned off by pain point marketing, they have a mission and a vision to do something really huge in the world and make a big difference. And pain point marketing just does not support that. Mm-hmm. So I'd say those, you know, those were a couple of challenges that I've had to to come up against. But really what I what I tell anyone who says, you know, well, pain point marketing works. Absolutely it can. However, it doesn't necessarily create that long-term um, sustainable success. And also, if it doesn't feel good to you and you're not aligned with it, you're not going to be, your heart's not going to be in it. So I'm excited about this, removing those blocks for people. That, that alone excites me. That's why I share that story about someone who didn't even buy anything from me but read an article. But that's the power of articles and magazines and on blog posts and everything else. We can get our message out in so many different ways. Right. Absolutely. For sure. And I love the fact you know, even as a coach too, I'm thinking about, you know, when, when, yeah, sure. I can speak to somebody about their pain point, but unless they have the passion to make the change, right. So they're not going to embody it, embrace it and really be successful in that, right. In that overall transformation or change. And I can see how even just in the way that you're marketing that and how you're talking about it, it goes along the same way with what you're doing for sure. Absolutely. Um, So speaking of challenges, overcoming challenges, I mentioned it in your bio um, a few years back, you had cancer and, um, you know, you're a solo entrepreneur. You had a business, you know, that was thriving at the time. Um, would you be willing to share a little bit of your cancer journey with us and how, you know, how that affected you as a, you know, a solo entrepreneur or a small business owner, right? And what that meant. And if there was something that, um, maybe you wish you'd put into place beforehand, or if you would just share some of that story with us, I would love Oh my that. gosh. Yeah. It's so so many layers and it's so rich. And so I'll start by saying um, having cancer was one of the biggest blessings of my life. And people are going to say, wow, Lisa, you're crazy, which could be true. But, um, you know, it's when you face mortality, every, everything changes. And I can assure you that as a person who was in my 40s, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I didn't in a million years anticipate that that's 
what was going to be happening to me. The super rare and aggressive throat cancer. And I kept it super quiet when I went through it, but there were a lot of things that I, I had to face. I mean, yes, you know, being a single uh, entrepreneur, running everything on my own, um, having to manage my health and my clients, uh, that was a challenge. Luckily, I have a lot of rock star clients and they were very, very understanding. But of course, I just pushed through and made sure that everyone was taken care of while I was taking the best care of myself through that journey. Um, one of the things that I wish I would have had in place a little more solidly would be a financial foundation. My business is successful. I've done a really good job of making money and spending money. I think as women, we can all relate to that. And I, I needed to put a little bit more time and attention into building wealth. And so that's something that I'm really passionate about diving into more now. And thankfully, yes, I, I did survive. I am a thriver. Um, went through two major surgeries, but I didn't have any chemo or any radiation. Uh, just basically reset my health by eating pure foods, organic, you know, real foods, none of the processed foods. I had to uh, quit my four favorite food groups. I like to joke about this, coffee, wine, chocolate, and cheese. <laughs> oh, break my heart, girlfriend. Oh, my like, and cold turkey. Like I thought at one point that alone would kill me, but I survived. And so, <laughs> yeah, one of the biggest lessons really was um, we're told to amass, uh, you know, three months savings for an emergency, but a real emergency that doesn't even scratch the surface, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But I kept it very quiet. I didn't do any crowdfunding or anything like that. My family, my parents helped out. And that was really great, but also very humbling. You know, when we look at um, being in a place of um, absolute independence and then being hit with a really serious, life-threatening and life-altering um, disease, it, it, it impacts everything. I was in the hospital for six days. Um, they told, I was on a feeding tube. They told me I would have to leave with a feeding tube. I told them, oh no, 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 that's not happening. And so I made sure that I was able to eat before I left because I just, I'm a wimp, straight up, I'm a wimp. I don't do well with like getting my blood drawn or anything. So this was major. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going home with a feeding tube and having to like do deal with any of that not happening so um again just really blessed um had to hold on very very strongly to my faith and i just knew it was going to be okay and i i had a conversation with god about it and basically just said okay if this is it thank you i've had a really really beautiful life but i don't think this is it and i'm pretty sure you have more in store for me so show me what it is and let's just do it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so here i am today um I do share um, some inspiration about my journey at spiritualsugar.com as well. And what I, I have a vision for that. I mean, slow, I've, I've slowly been building it. And of course, while I was healing cancer with love, I was, I was building a new brand as, as entrepreneurs do. But <laughs> what I want to do is showcase stories of uh, other women and men who have overcome health journeys and who have used some of the alternative modalities that we can use to heal ourselves. Mm -hmm. energy healing and different things like that because it is possible and it's important to get more stories like that out there and it's really important for us to be redefining our relationships with self health and wealth mm -hmm. yeah couldn't agree more you know it really what you were talking about there even the the i'm not leaving the hospital until i'm you know eating right i mean you embody the yes i can attitude and the philosophy right i can do this i can get through this whatever it's meant to be 
um, and leaning on your faith. I mean, I think that's, I talk a lot about my faith and my belief in God. That's, you know, my higher power. And, um, and really, you know, knowing that whatever is meant to be is meant to be, but um, really embracing that um, self, health and wealth and how you're going to move forward in that, right? Um, I think it was interesting too, the comment you made about, you know, they talk about having three months worth of wealth. And I think, you know, currently in the pandemic and everything that's happened um, and everybody losing their jobs and almost this immediate um, emergency situation, right? I think that's become very clear for a lot of us that, uh, there needs to be a bigger solid wealth foundation, right? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, if we look, I don't remember the stats, but the last time I heard them, they were absolutely staggering. And I can only imagine how many people have been just impacted during everything we're going through right now in the world. But, you know, it's a very large percentage of our population that is living paycheck to paycheck. So those paychecks halt. And, and you know, what, what happens? That's, um, that's a reality for us all to look at. And I think this is an opportunity, everything that's going on in the world right now is an opportunity for all of us to look at how are we living? How are we setting ourselves up? How are we taking the best care of ourselves? Not only just you know physically, but financially, mentally, emotionally, all of it. It's, we look at all of these challenges that come our way as opportunities, then we're able to pivot and course correct. And like you say, yes, I can. We're just gonna move it, move through and do it because we can with that positive mindset and with faith. And faith is a big part of it. People ask me about that all the time. And I have people say to me, well, that's great, but I don't believe what you believe. And I'm not a religious person. Well, I'm not really a religious person either. I do have a very direct connection with God. I know that there's something bigger than me out there. And so what I've been guided to do is just share that with people and say, you don't have to necessarily believe in God, but you do need to believe in something bigger than yourself to give yourself hope. I mean, just look around at nature. You can't tell me there's not something bigger than us at play here. You know, I mean, we don't always understand why things happen, but when we tap into our faith and we have that absolute trust in knowing that things are going to be okay, no matter what they are, that changes everything. I could have rolled into fear mode. And if I would have, I probably wouldn't be sitting here today. Mm -hmm. And if I would have listened to my original misdiagnosis when someone told me all I had was an abscessed tooth, I absolutely would not have been here because I did not have an abscessed tooth. I knew that wasn't true. I felt something growing in my throat and I had to push for, my for answers and be my own champion. And that's something else that I can't stress enough. It's so important to question everything. Get a second opinion. If you feel something's off, push for those answers, because if I had not have, my, um, uh, my situation was, was so aggressive that the, what started as a tickle in my throat at the end of April was, had grown rapidly to the size of a walnut by the end of May. Wow. And so I was cutting off my airways, you know, I'm like, I can't breathe. There's something going on here. It's not an abscess tooth. And so I had to push and push and push until I got into the ear, nose, and throat specialist. And they said, well, it must feel good to know you're not crazy because you've got something the size of a walnut in your throat. No wonder you can't breathe. Well, right. Let's get that out, please. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it, it speaks a lot about being your own advocate, right? I mean, whether it's health or whatever. I mean, in a lot of different ways, really stepping up and being your own advocate in, um, you know, with the doctor, um, with your finances, with um, your business. Um, but, you know, really get, I love that, you know, getting the second opinion and not, um, yeah, taking an empowered action. Empowered action. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? 
Absolutely. I mean, and so many people, you know, whether it's in the business realm, putting the, the marketing gurus or the business coach gurus up on these big pedestals instead of really using your own critical thinking to say, well, is this going to really work for me? Or am I just chasing the next bright, shiny object mm-hmm. in the medical realm? Is, does this feel right to me? Is this what I feel going on in my body? If not, question it. You know, it's, it, you know, finally, the person who misdiagnosed me asked me if I thought I had cancer. And I can assure you that question ticked me off because I'm like, I'm here in your office. And there's a little thing that precludes me from knowing this, like never going to medical school and coming to you as the professional. Like, right, come right. on, do not ask me that. In fact, I hadn't even thought that that might be an opportunity or, or not an opportunity, but it was an opportunity. It ended up being an opportunity for me to heal with love, but an option. I had no idea. I didn't even think about that. I just knew something was off. I knew my body wasn't feeling well. I knew that I was having trouble breathing. I knew that there were a lot of things that I needed to change and I had a lot of different symptoms, but you know, even in the financial realm, who is who is giving you the financial advice to actually grow your wealth? Make sure that you're doing your due diligence, checking references, questioning everything, and setting yourself up for success because we have to be our own advocates in every area of life. Right. And I think it's listening to that intuition, right? Oh, and you, you knew that there was something off, right? And so whether it's health or even the financial piece or, or whatever, right? If you're talking to somebody and you've got one person giving you ideas and it doesn't feel right, there's something off. You got to follow that intuition and, and question. And, you know, right. I just figured I'd put that in there, right? I, mean, I love that because I always say, if it doesn't feel right, it's probably not right. right. Whatever it is, like trust yourself. You know, right. we, we have to learn to trust ourselves and we've been taught throughout society not to for so many reasons. But, you know, we can, we can challenge the status quo and we can be our own advocates and we can heal with love. Right. Absolutely. I love that. So let me ask you, um, kind of going back to business there, or just really, I guess, in life in general, how do you define success? Well, it's changed after facing mortality. Every moment is a gift. Every second is a gift. And to me, success is being happy and healthy mm-hmm. and being surrounded by people who I absolutely love, who are in alignment. And what I've learned is, and, and you know, this is, I believe, a, a Maya Angelou quote, but you know, when people show you who they are, believe them. And I used to be a lot more forgiving than I am now. It doesn't mean that, that I don't act in love. It just means that when people show me who they are, I believe them. And they're no longer a part of my sacred sphere of influence if they're not in alignment. And life is just too darn short to settle for anything less than the very best. Right. Yeah, completely agree with you there. I mean, it's it's every moment is precious. And um, and being with those people that, you know, I talk in the book, my book about, you know, my, my sacred circle, which is, you know, that core of family and then my inner circle, uh, you know, which is the ones that I can count, you know, probably on my hands here that would do anything for me and I would do anything for them. And those are the people you need to nurture and spend time with. And, and um, yeah, I agree. I love that you use sacred circle. I use sacred sphere of influence. And so yeah. it's, it's the same thing. It's those sacred connections, you know, and, and knowing you know, who you can trust and knowing who you can really count on and taking time to nurture those relationships. It's so important because connection and community is everything and it's going to continue to be even more important as we navigate the crazy times we're in. Absolutely, absolutely. So what's next for, for you, for Right on Creative or, or Spiritual Sugar, which I absolutely love. Um, you know, what, what do you see next for you, Lisa? 
Gosh, it's such a good question. Well, first of all, I definitely will be getting the Challenge Solutions Invitation Framework out to more people. So I've got some courses that I'm working on to make that more accessible, um, building the team so that I have even more support because I had to put things a little bit on hold. I mean, I continue to work, but the majority of my work has been one-to-one. -one, and that limits the amount of exposure that I can give to this really sacred body of work that needs to be out there to help more people you know, create marketing messages with integrity. Mm -hmm. And for spiritual sugar, that's kind of been um, evolving rather organically and also very um, divinely driven. So I plan to collect the stories of other women who have healed. There'll likely be a compilation book that comes out from that. And I'm not really sure yet, but I know I'll be doing more speaking. I did a really beautiful book reading at our local bookstore here. They carry the silver lining of cancer. And the Q&A session was amazing afterwards. So many people are just interested in learning how to take control of their health. And they don't understand the importance of eating well, drinking clean water, eliminating processed foods. Because how, how could we be? Because even though both of us are in marketing, we are marketed to in so many ways that are not even healthy for us, which is another reason we have to question everything. Right, right, love it. Okay. So my, well, let's see, two things. Let me ask my final question and then I wanna uh, have you share with where people can connect with you. My final question on every interview is what makes you a yes I can woman? Having faith and never giving up. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is evident in the way that you live your life and the way you fought and, um, you know, really have stepped up in everything that you're doing and gotten through the cancer and then sharing that, being willing to share that and, and let people know how they can do that. So you were definitely a yes, I can woman. <laughs> so speaking of that, how can people connect with you? Um, and Websites, social media, please share. Yeah. So for Write On Creative, go directly to writeoncreative.com. That's W-R-I-T-E. So writeoncreative.com as if you're writing. And then for Spiritual Sugar, I share a lot of inspiration on my Facebook page. So check that out. There's a website that's there as well. And I haven't built a whole lot of that out yet. That's where the stories will be housed. But if you have a story, go there and share it. That would be fantastic because I want to hear from you and I want to share more of these, these miracles because that's really what they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And as I started to mention on the front end too, if you go to Lisa's website, writeoncreative.com, you can get your free copywriting action plan. Um, as well, right? That's a yeah, absolutely. And that really embodies the whole passion point marketing. So you'll learn a lot about how to connect with your ideal clients and how to shift the way that you've been marketing, as well as some, you know, tips to um, enhance your strategy. And in fact, people tell me I should be charging for that, and I'm not. It's a gift to you. Of course, I do ask that you opt in to give me your email address. I absolutely leave that a sacred exchange so i only send you information that i know like and trust and people that i know like and trust and it's all about you know just connection and speaking of when you join the right on creative community you have the opportunity to have a get connected call with me so we can have a conversation because i'm all about quality not quantity mm -hmm. if it lines with you come into the community let's talk about how i might be able to help you and if it doesn't then don't it's that simple Right. Love it. Love it. Well, Lisa, this has been so much fun. I loved reconnecting with you. I do follow your posts, the spiritual sugar posts. They are so inspiring and um, have really been great to, to follow. And of course, the, the um, challenge solution, invita solution invitation is 
um, really, like you said, a pioneer way of looking at it. It's really um, something I think all of us need to look at in our marketing strategy and how we're speaking to the, our clients. So thank you very much for joining us today. I appreciate it. For everyone else who is, as we're finishing up here, if you have not yet subscribed to yesicanliving.com, come on over. Our first print edition will be coming out um, later this year, the end of 2020. And uh, we'll be mailing a print subscription. Of course, you can get articles. Lisa will be submitting articles over there too. And you can find the latest podcasts. So um, anyway, we're so glad that you joined us today. Thank you so much for listening in. And uh, I hope you have a great week and living your Yes I Can. Thanks so much and have a great day. Bye-bye.